Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy hey everybody how's it going it's Michael White. And Antia Morfitis. I'm brilliant to see you all today. And it's an exciting day today. We've got exciting topics, right, Michael? We do. We do. Guys, look, man, we took a break for a week because we weren't happy with the audio. We wanted to give you, the audience, a way better representation of us. Um, so we took a week back just to settle some things out. Now that we've done that, now you're going to get the best version of me and Anthea. Um, so celebrate that. <laughs> the funny thing about this topic is we talked about it before, but it didn't record. So we were yeah. like, okay, you know what? This is a sign. We're going to redo it again, and we're going to give it to you guys right now. So what we're going to talk about is red flags and why you need to pay attention to them and what to do about them. So um, on this podcast, as I said, we're going to say some things that you're not going to like. You're probably going to hate us. You're like, I hate those people. They're so mean. But we're willing to take the slings and arrows of the hate so you guys can have a better dating life because that's what we want for you guys. Now, am I dating anybody? No. But from my experiences and from the books I've read, it's going to allow me to date better. And that's what we want for our audience is to not make the same mistakes or be able to give a little bit of nuggets that will help them date better. So, you know what? We're going to give the floor to Anthea since she's been away, you know, have the present, the, the, the grace of having her here. So, Anthea, for you, what would you say are red flags? That's a very deep-rooted question. (laughs) So like we were just, like Michael just mentioned, last week um, we did record and it, well, it didn't actually record and it was actually really juicy because we only got it going. So I want to kind of capture that moment again because um, I think one of the biggest things for me is when you meet somebody um, and it all seems so perfect, right? You you can uh, you think, oh, they're the greatest, and you feel like I haven't been in a relationship for quite a long time, and you have met this person, and everything seems to be going really well. And one of the biggest things that I've done previously in my life is I've ignored the red flags because I've thought to myself, mm, well, actually, they've been attracted to me. There's a reason why they're in my life. So I've, this can work. I'm going to make it work. But actually, 
Um, we have to stop at that point and think when you see something that doesn't resonate with you, you must move forward and go past this. So one of the things for me was definitely the fact that um, it was, how can I say, we were going out for something to eat and I was, well, I want to eat this particular food. And he was, he wants to eat that particular food. And it was like, we had to kind of eat what he wanted to eat and not what I wanted. And you can do that for a certain amount of time, but that means you're not, you're not seeing eye to eye on your food and you think it's nothing. But actually to me, that's a red flag because if somebody can't communicate and meet halfway to say, okay, today, like, okay, you like this, we'll go to eat that, or you go to, and, or tomorrow we'll go and eat something that I like, and you can't find that middle ground between you, and it's always about that person, that's definitely a red flag. Um, there's another thing, um, I think we need to get a bit more into this topic, Michael, so I can Shoot. really, right? So I'm going to ask, um, that's just one of the things I'm going to cover there, is if you don't, agree with your foods and there's somebody saying to you well no but i want to eat this and you're following suit and you're doing what they want you to do then there's no independency there or there's no there's, it's like a lack of respect because really it should come to a um a pure understanding between the two of you that okay i don't like eating this um, so we'll go somewhere that, you know, has got something that you like too, not just let's go and eat what I want to eat and that's the end of the story. Because once you start like that, it's like how do you go five times and do that and then say, well, actually, I want to do what I want to do. It's going to cause – it's like you haven't started on that foot. So, therefore, you're starting on kind of like the wrong foot and then trying to rectify it along the way. But if you communicate from the beginning and you – you get to understand that, well, this is what I like, this is what you like, and we have a middle ground between it, then you can walk forward with that. And as long as you guys are both in, in understanding and communication and in agreement, then all is good. But if one is completely going the other way, it's like a control, isn't it? It's trying to say to you, well, it's what I want, not what you want. But actually, there's two people here, and two people like different things. Right, Michael? I agree with that. To, to some degree, I agree with that. Um, and um, guys, I'll tell you why I disagree with it quickly. And then I'll talk about red flags from a guy's point of view or what mine are. Um, now, what Anthea talked about is when you're first dating somebody, right? When you're first getting to know someone, of course, you have to consider both people's interests, right? Like one person might um, like hiking and biking and another person might like this, right? Um, but I'm going to touch on what Anthea said that, you know, it, it it's a two-way street that both people need to be considered. I'll disagree with that to some degree because if you guys have been on a couple of dates and now you've established that this is a person worth pouring into, this is just me. This is Michael perspective. But again, I've seen a lot of relationships where it works better this way. If the girl really likes the guy, she has no problem jumping on his program. If he's like, babe, we're doing this, we're doing this. And yes, like in there is included some things that she likes. She has no problem doing it because she likes him so much. She's on his program and she's not going to be combative or fight him against it. Um, because when it's with a guy that she like likes, and I mean like likes, I'm not talking like puppy love, but like a guy that she likes she will get on his program. So 
I'll use hypothetically what Anthea talked about. She did probably really didn't like that guy that much. Could we agree that's or right. to disagree? Absolutely. That's and why, I think, yes. That's yes. why she said, let's do like in the middle because she was unsure about him. And then it becomes a red flag because it's mm. like, well, if that's, that's, I'm not following suit in the sense of, I don't actually want to do what you want to do. So that means actually we're not compatible. And rather than trying to push forward and say, well, no, I can make this work. I can make this work. Your instincts will always tell you, you've got to remember we have instincts, especially as women. We know and we ignore that feeling. And it's about really pushing and getting to know you first. And I think one of the biggest things in relationships is before you jump into a relationship, get to know who you are first. What's your likes? What's your dislikes? What is your, you know, what will you accept and what will you not accept? Because if you go into a relationship and you're not sure of these things, you get lost within it because it's the wrong type of following to your man. I feel myself. It's like, but if you know yourself and you have met this person and you are really, really getting on, you have a really good time together, you connect on so many levels, spiritual level, emotional level, mental level, and he wants to go and eat fish and you want meat, then you'll still go and you'll find something to eat there. But if it, right? See, I'm going to say the word that a lot of women don't like, and again, they'll probably hate me for it, is the word submission. Anthea, what she was talking about was if it's a guy, she no problem submitting. Now, women don't like this word. They're like, oh, what do you mean? I'm losing my life. You're not, you're controlling me. You're doing that. But if she really likes a guy... And, I'm, and I'll ask Anthea this question because we don't use names on this podcast. Was there ever a guy that you really liked that you had no problem submitting to? Yes. Absolutely. See, you guys? See she, she, she just said it. She had no problem. She wasn't argumentative. She wasn't combative. She wasn't disagreeable. She was like, this is my guy. I like him. I have no problem submitting. And, um, you know, I'm going to tell it from a guy's point of view. Look, guys. I've dated girls, I have ignored all types of red flags. There was probably a parade of flags that I ignored. But because I was so caught up in the looks and all those other things, when I started to peel back some layers, I'm like, I don't think this person's for me. But by the time it already happened, he in it. <clears throat> so for, for me, what I look for is red flags is, is the person disagreeable? If I bring something up, are they constantly going to fight with me all the time? Um, that's one thing I look at how they treat other people, um, because then it sets the tone of how they're going to treat me. Um, you know what I mean? Can we actually have a real conversation or is it just one-sided or like she's clueless as a goldfish? Like, can't really do that. Um, you know what I mean? I look for someone with similar interests, but long-term I'm looking for someone that, that, that wants to submit to a man. Now, with that being said, we're going to do some correction here because ladies and Anthea will, will, will say her part too. Don't submit to just any guy. You have to vet him first. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure he's a good fit for your life. And same thing with men. Don't give away your time, energy, and resources until you've vetted the girl first. Until you make sure she's a good fit. Now, what do you consider a good time frame? I would say probably six months to a year. 
but most people don't do that. But we're being realistic here. Vet the people you're dating. And I think that's where a lot of the issues are coming. They're just jumping in and then dealing with the problems once they're in. And it's like, no, like that's why you're getting hurt. Yeah, that's why you're getting hurt because you haven't taken the proper necessities to, to vet that individual. And right. if you think about it, and I completely agree with that, because if you think about it, it's like, um, look how long it takes you to get to know yourself. It takes yeah. years to get to know yourself. So, I mean, I'm still like, you know, I know myself, but there's probably things that I'm still going to learn about myself. And I'm like early 40s. So imagine if it's taken me all this time to get to really understand who I am, where, like what I'm about what I what my dislikes are what my likes are obviously there's things that I've you know I like as I've come along my journey but mentally emotionally spiritually it it takes time to get to know yourself so if it takes that much time to get to know you how do you just get to know someone in two weeks and and I'll tell you another red flag it just it doesn't you know it just doesn't really it doesn't sit it's like you're just jumping into something so fast and when you think about Come, like coming together with somebody it's not just a momentarily thing it's you're gonna be dating them for a long you're hoping to go into a long relationship you're not hoping to go into it with just like a couple of days and that's the end of it um, I mean may, maybe that's what you want but I'm, I'm talking about long-term loving relationships here yeah a purpose so, a purpose, yeah, a purpose behind it you want a purpose behind it there's, there's, you want drive you want to be able to share those interests together and if you don't share those interests and one wants one complete one wants to travel the world and one wants to be at home um having babies like that doesn't work. Yeah. It's not going to work because if you're Matt, you if I've met a man and I'm somebody, let's say for argument's sake, I don't have no children and I want children, and I meet a guy who's a businessman and he travels around the world and he's never going to be at home, but he can have me travel with him and I could do business with him if I wanted to. But my choice is, and I've always dreamt that let's. This is not my dream, by the way. I'm just saying hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um, I wanted children, yeah, if I wanted children. So um, how we're not a match. We're just not compatible because it's not going to work because I want to stay at home. I want children. I want my man to be at home. But my man, the person I've just met, is now uh, travels around the world. So, you know, that to me is another red flag. It's like, well, that's not going to go. But then what most people do will say, oh, but, you know, I really like him. He's really lovely. We get on really well. So I'll just give it a try. You end up miserable. And then you get stuck yeah. in a relationship you don't want to be in. And then I hear so many women just moan about where they are or moan about their man. And it's like, well, actually, you don't, nobody's making you be with that person. Communicate and see if you can find your middle ground. And if you can't find your middle ground, there's like 8 billion people in this planet. You don't have to stay with that person. But so many people fear moving forward that they end up stuck in these relationships because they're so scared to go forward. And that's a red flag on yourself. That's not even on the other person. That's a red flag on you. That's where you have to have that strength and power within you to say, well, I don't want to do this. This is not working for me. And know your um, know your values in life. Would you agree, Michael? I do. See, I'm going to guess because you see a lot of people are doing that. So they're wasting, for example, right? Like I love what she said and I'm going to touch on it. 
You see, you have people going on dates that they're not compatible with. So that's why I always tell guys before you go on a date with a girl, vet her first. And what I mean by that is if you see she's worth meeting up with, then meet up with her. But if you could see that there's a lot of discord, why are you going to go spend your time and money to take her out on a date when um, when she when when you clearly guys are not good for each other? And um, and, I, and I'm going to say some things here that women are going to be like, oh, I don't like that. Dates are for women you like. When you're getting to know someone, you don't even know if you like them yet. So I call them hangouts because dates are for women that you like and they're for women that you want to be with. So that's when it's a date. When you're getting to know someone, it's a hangout. You get to hang out, hang out, hang out. Now, okay, you know what? I want to actually start taking her on real romantic dates. So what I always suggest to guys, like let's say you meet a girl online and you guys are vibing, everything's good. You take her out for drinks. You take her out for coffee. You maybe guys go do something adventurous and you keep that ball spinning. You keep it moving because you're both vetting each other at the end of the day. You're both vetting each other. So while you're doing that and everything's going good, then you could be like, hey, look, Sally, I'm feeling you. Let's go on a date. But I think a lot of times we're rushing Too into much. the date part instead of saying, no, let me vet you part. Because again, that's why people are getting hurt. They've given too much away. Um, women have either submitted too quickly or the guy has either given like dates, time, energy too quickly. And the next thing you know, the guy is go the girl or guy is gone. And there's a reason why I tell people, number one, make sure you have a piece of paper envelope, whatever, and you write down what it is you're looking for. Think very clear, you, right? You make it very clear when you're getting to know the person, not just throw it in their face, but if they ask you, hey, what are you looking for? You make it standardly clear, like this is what I'm looking for, this is what I'm not looking for. On this podcast, we'll never tell you to lie to get what you want. But, you know, we're always going to be direct with you. You might do the opposite of what we tell you, but we'll always tell you, write down your standards. Because you'll ask some people, what are your standards? Oh, I don't know. Well, no wonder why your dating life's gone to crap. You have no idea even what you're looking for. And yeah. then you want to put this expectation on someone else? No. you got to figure out what it is you're looking for specifically. And then once you can do that, then the person will ask you, like, hey, like, what it is you're looking for? This is what long-term friends with benefits, friends, which I don't believe in, but we've already covered that whatever and then the person's able to make a decisive decision if you are for them or not right that and it doesn't have I, to be a straight away decision right michael it's not something mm. that has to be made straight away and never feel the pressure that it's got to be oh i have to answer here and now because at the end of the day um if you're going to spend like your life with this person you don't need to make that decision there and then and i wanted to touch on another red flag that um we spoke about last week and it was, you know, become really interesting and unfortunately sure. didn't record. But if like for, for on a woman's side of things, if a man is trying to be in your life, and when I say in your life, in your space, trying to be yeah. in your home, drive your car, work Ooh. on your business, 
eat in your home, get you to cook, get you to do all the things, and he's giving you nothing in return. Now that's red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Like he must stand his own because as women and as a man, a man is there as a strength and for us, for them to not hold us as in carry us, but that's your backbone as such. So yeah. if he can't, if he's come to you and you see that he's spending loads of time at your house, why is he, what's, what's going on at his home that he's at your home? Okay, I'll touch on it real quickly. I'll, I'll say a few things because it was a great point there. Um, what Anthea is talking about is security. It's what women look for. Women, the two things what they want from a man. And as a man, if you don't have certain things in play, you shouldn't be dating. I've made this mistake too. But if you don't have certain things in play, it threatens the number one thing that she wants, which is security. Now, I'm going to touch on this is that's why I would try to tell a lot of men, go work on yourself. Because you see, in Anthea's situation, which she just explained, is she didn't feel like that guy was her best option. And if you don't, and if a girl doesn't feel that you're her best option, she's going to move on to a guy that is. <clears throat> Absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen. She is going to find a guy that is a better option. But if she feels that you are her best option, that, you know, she touched on it. You know, the guy was always at her place and blah, blah, blah. But see, if you have your own place, you drive, you do whatever, have your own thing outside of her. Then she can look at you and see that you're established because you also have to understand. And again, I'm going to say something women are not going to like. Women want to look up to their man. They want to. Yes, they want absolutely. to be like, I look up to him. I respect him because relationships yes. are built off of respect. Right. So she's yes. like, I can respect him. He has his own thing, you know, and and through that respect will come the love. But you see yes. in her situation, which she just explained, there was a lack of respect because she exactly. was like, this guy's not giving me the security that I'm craving. So I have to jump into my masculinity. And which I don't want to do. I want to be the feminine. I want to be the feminine. And you're right. Look, at the end of the day, because I couldn't look up to him, because I'm, I felt towards the end of the, where I just said enough is enough because I'm not seeing a man standing in front of me. I'm not seeing this strength. Like I'm a lion. A lion is strength. He'll go out and he will like he will look after the pack around him. He will Oh, okay. I know what we're talking. Fight, okay. Right? He will fight my corner if I need to. I, I will, I will use the analogy which we talked about last time that we didn't record. See, a woman wants a knight that's able to go out slay the dragon she doesn't have to yeah. tell him to slay the dragon she's not sitting there like i need you to pick up your shield i need you to hold the sword you got to learn how to swing it this way she's gonna be like what the fudge like you should already know how to do this stuff yes um yes. and that's why anthea um that's why i always use it as the night analogy because again as men there's a performance burden on us to have to go out conquer the world do all these things but you see what i'm about is shouldn't have to tell you to do that yeah 
You should be. That's and then what I it felt, is. Absolutely. And it makes it, it actually got to a point where I felt like I've now become a mother to this person. I'm not in a relationship to be a mother. I've got my own children for that. So as soon as you feel that you're having to mother someone or look after them to the degree where they're not, where there's no um, back and forth between you, where the other person's not doing things for you and you're just, it's all one way. That's a big red flag. I mean, to me, that's personally to me is a big red flag. If somebody is um, trying to say, putting me down or putting you down if somebody's not lifting you up and speaking positively to you and giving you that strength between the two of you and you're not lifting each other's spirits and instead you're saying things like oh why are you so stupid or who do you think you are that kind of language is not healthy in any relationship whether it's friends whether it's um romantic whether it's business partners every relationship to me personally, is to be uplifted, is to always lift each other's spirit, to always back each other, to always have what's, if somebody walks in the house and they've had a bit of a hard day, then you listen. You don't speak over them and say, well, I had this kind of day. No, you listen to what no. they have to say, first of all. And then you- But I will then, say go on. that relationships are not all sunshine and rain, because you also, like no. what you're saying is uplifting, right? Yes, they should be uplifting, but you also have to understand, and I'm going to speak from a man's point of view, is sometimes your girl might get out of line. And what I mean by that is she might be, let's say she might say something that's not very polite. You have to be able to check that behavior. And sometimes in a relationship required, but it's also the same thing on a girl's, your guy might do something, you might have to check him. So, you know, sometimes when we only talk about the uplifting side and instead of the practical applications, that there's going to be moments when you're going to have to be like, hey, don't do that. Absolutely. And the person's like, because that's the thing. That's how you gain respect. Because if you don't check those things and you let them go unchecked, now it becomes the person will feel comfortable putting you down. Now yes. the person will feel that they can get away with these things because you've never corrected it. Yes, and it's communication, right, Michael? I think one of the yeah. biggest things is communication. And if you're not, if you're finding that your relationship is not communicating, there's a red, another red flag again. And, and, and once you, if you can sit down and communicate and speak about things and not feel fearful to say something. I remember being in a relationship where I feared to speak my voice, to speak what I needed to say because I knew they would freak out. Now, that's not a healthy relationship and that's a big no. red flag for me. If someone's not hearing you and they're not willing to hear you and it's only what they want and not what you want, then there's three red flags sitting there, right there. And I think it goes for either which way around because, you know, I think, too, I think the reason why... We wanted to cover red flags. I mean, what I said, well, let me speak for myself here because Mike might yeah. have his own reasons here. But um, on my side was because I, I, I feel like too many people stay in relationships because it's they feel that they're too scared to come out of it because they might not find somebody else. And they've it's been comfort. with them for this amount. Yeah, comfort. And, they, and they've been with them for this amount of time. And they're just there, but they're so unhappy, it's unbelievable. But why waste your life being unhappy in a relationship 
that you don't, nobody's holding you there. And obviously there's all different types of relationships and people go through many different things in them, but there's always somebody to reach out to, always somebody to reach out to. So no matter who you are, where you're from and what's going on, you know, and if you feel like you're in stuck in a relationship and you're, you've got all these red flags and you really don't know which way to turn, reach out, you know, just reach out to whoever you feel the most comfortable to do. Maybe reach out to a few places, places you people you don't know. Um, I think that's really helpful to for yourself. See, I, I would just say in that situation, it would probably just be best for you to leave because if you stay and then you're talking to all, the, all these other people, it looks like you're keeping your options open. And that's where you have to be very careful. Right. Yeah, I, I, would I, would I would tell somebody um, that it's better just for you to leave. It doesn't mean you can't talk to a girlfriend. doesn't mean you can't, you know what I mean? But at some point you should just leave because if you're entertaining other people while you're in a relationship and you're telling them your problems, now it looks like, hey, keeping my options open. You know what I mean? So all, all, I, all I can do is, is, is tell um, from, from the men's point of view, is um, when you're when you're dating, be very selective on who you bring into your kingdom. You know where where uh, you know you want to be very careful of that because, especially if you've built up a strong kingdom, you don't want to have built up this strong kingdom, and then you meet this girl. She's really sweet. She's really nice, but then you see that even though you provide a lot of value, she's 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 not very submissive, and, and if a woman's not see value there. Like, let's just keep it 100 because Anthea even said it herself. There's been guys she's dated, she was happily to submit to them. So if if you're meeting a girl and she's not willing to see like long term, like let's say you've been together for a bit and she's still like fighting you on some things, it, it it's going to be very difficult because think about it. After you come home from fighting the dragon and then you have to do another fight with her, it's, it's just like, I, I don't want to do that. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like I want, I want a peaceful woman. I look for peace. So I, I'll tell you guys for me, if she's not peaceful, I am out because now she's set the tone of what a relationship with her would be like. No peace. There would be discourse. There would be argument. And I'm like, nah. I, and I can honestly say on my side as well, as a female, I dated a man who's done the same where anything I've said, has been a problem. I could have said anything, like anything, it would have been turned into a problem. And it was like, you know what? I want peace in my life. And if you can't communicate with me, and you don't like what I say, you don't like my actions, you don't like what I do, then th I do not want to be with somebody who doesn't like me. Like, that doesn't make mm. sense to me. Why would you, you wouldn't have a friend that you don't like. Uh, no. You just wouldn't do it. So why would you be in a in a relationship? But then that person was saying to me, "But I love you." And but that that's to me that's contradicting. You, how can you you like the security that I give you, but you're not giving me that security? And it's the other way around. For woman to man, you need to give me the security, not me give you the security. And if you don't like what I say and how I act and how I smile or how I get on with people. Oh, we, we covered this, didn't we? We covered oh, this. Yes, we yes, 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 yes. We, 
we covered that. We'll we'll do a little recap for you. Um, Anthea was saying, uh, "Go ahead, you tell the story that you like to smile to people in public." That's right. So I was saying that there's um, this particular person I'm going to say. So I was in the yeah. car and uh, I pulled up at traffic lights. And as I t- like, you know, you guys must know, you must be able to relate to me here. You drive, you're driving along, you're walking along and you just turn and you look at someone and it happens to be a mouth and you just smile. Like I'm a smiler. So I turn and I smile. So that's what I done. And then there was an argument kicked off from it. But the person had smiled back, but it wasn't that I turned, stared at them and carried on smiling and kept my attention to this person. I just sat at tra- traffic lights. You could feel, you always feel people's energy, right? So somebody had pulled up by the side. I turned around, I just smiled and I turned back to the front and carried on, which caused an argument. Now, for me, I didn't see nothing wrong with it personally because it wasn't, I wasn't going to turn and give someone a dirty look. I smile at everybody. I smile at a cat, I smile at a dog, I smile at trees, I smile, I'm a smiler. So to me, it wasn't a big thing, right? Um, Now, this is, so, but then Michael had his side of it, which was very interesting and made me look at things in a different light. So please do go ahead. And I, I will tell her it. my side. So I, I see it as a form of disrespect. If you're out with someone, you like them, and I'll tell you why. Let's put it in reverse roles. Let's say I'm out with a girl and I'm out smiling at other chicks. She's going to give me shit. And this is why I was telling that, that like, you can't have it your way. Like, you can't, like, like, for example, if I'm out, we know, and Anthea can vet this, if she was out with a guy and he's smiling at other chicks, she's going to be like, hold up. This is a problem. Why are you smiling at women? You don't know. That's where the problem becomes. You don't know this person. If it was someone you knew, then totally like, oh, hey, uh, don't worry. Like that's, you know, whoever. But if you're smiling at random people that you don't know while you're out with your man, that can be taken as disrespectful because it's like you're with me, but yet you feel the need to smile and get other male attention while I'm here. If you want that, then go be single. And I see, and I, I agree with Michael. And what, when he says it like that, I'm like, I get it. But then I'm saying to myself, well, what would you do in that situation? You've stopped at the traffic lights, you've turned, somebody smile at you, you just smile back and you just, and you carry on. And I get that that's disrespectful. But then I'm thinking, well, what would I actually do in that situation then? Would I Nothing. Just not have no expression. Yeah, and no, no expression, but do. just no you can look at them. But if you look at them and you smile, now you're creating an invitation. Because yes. let's say that guy stops you at the next light and says, yo, what's your digits? What's your number? Right. You know what yes. I mean? So what I'm, See, what this I'm, is what so I'm, good. This, this is so good to have this discussion. Yeah, so that's why it opens up doors. But go on, sorry. Yeah, it opens up doors. So that's why I'm saying that if she wants to do that, be single because what happens is is no one's telling you not to smile they're just saying why are you smiling at other guys when you're out with me and if yeah. and a lot of women will be like oh you're trying to you're trying to control me you're trying to tell me what to do okay let's flip this let's say we're out and i'm smiling chicks 
you're going to have a problem. Right. You're going to be like, yes, who are you, why are you smiling at the blonde? Why are you smiling at the redhead? Why are you smiling at, at, the, at, at this chick? I don't know. I just feel like smiling yes. with them. The girl's going to take it as a form of disrespect because she's out with yes. you and you're smiling at other women you don't know. So you can't just, as I look at it, it's a double standard. You, you can't like as a woman say, well, I'm allowed to do this. But then when a guy does it, it becomes problematic. Yes. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's all about respect. So I think, and I think what we'd mentioned um, on the non-recorded version was that I obviously didn't have the respect you to didn't. be able to, and I didn't have that connection to, mm -hmm. to be able to turn and do that in the first place. So um, I suppose when I think about it, somebody who I've been with, who I said I've submitted to, who I've been happy to do what they're saying and work, yeah. being like, you know, just kind oh, of. Oh, you wouldn't even do that. Been working. I wouldn't even, yeah, and you're right. When I thought about it, it was mm -hmm. like, actually, I wouldn't have done that because I wouldn't have wanted anything to take place because the love that was emanating from me and what I felt towards that person yeah. was strong. So nobody else interested me. So even if somebody go. smiled at me, I would probably just turn and look at him there to say, go. and it's, a, it's interesting because you don't realize that until you look back at that and think about it. And I think one thing that we all need to do is stop and think about our actions because look, I learned something new and I didn't, I never looked it in. I never thought to look it in that light because we never discussed it like that before. Yeah. If it was with a guy that you, a guy that you love, you're not even going to look at other, other men are going to be going to exist. Absolutely. Completely. Completely. You're very right. Um, You're very, very right. So guys, look, man, we had a pleasure of being able to do this. Now you're going to get the weekly ones from us on point. We have yeah. another one coming up on Friday, um, which we're going to talk about. Me and Anthony are going to talk about the topic, get it ready for you guys, have it prepped up. But we are so glad that we were able to do this for you guys. If you guys want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and, uh, yeah, you know what? You're going to get a lot more of me and Anthea talking about different subjects. You'll get to hear the guys version and the girls, and then you'll be able to make a decisive decision on what's for you and what's not for you. And if there's anything that you want in particular us to talk about, if there's any questions, please do ask away and please do like yep. drop any comments and let us know. Um, we're happy to discuss what people want to hear and what people need to know really. Uh, we've had exactly. many years experience. So, um, so. We are going to offer that too, where you're going to be able to email us, message us on any platform to be like, hey, I would love for you guys to talk about this. Okay, I'll discuss it with Anthea. And then uh, if, if it's a topic that a lot of people demand, we'll have the discussion. All right, guys. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we will see you. you guys Friday at 7. And have a wonderful day ahead. You take care, everyone.